Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the My Little Eater podcast. It is 2022. We are entering a whole new year. I can't even believe it. And I am going in with, you know, the choice to be optimistic because I know that there's a lot of uncertainty, especially over the past couple years with COVID and all the changes and things happening in the world. But I choose to go in thinking that this is going to be a really great year. And I am here to really, really give you some new great resources for 2022 when it comes to feeding your baby and toddler. I'm so excited. We have so many good things planned. I've taken so much new feedback um, from you, from my listeners, from people who have taken my courses, and I am ready to make things even easier for you to make sure that you feel confident raising a healthy and adventurous and happy little eater. So stay tuned for some exciting things coming up over the year. Today, what we're actually talking about is something that is going to be very useful to know going into January, where maybe many of you are putting your child in daycare for the first time, or perhaps they're returning to daycare after a break over you know, the holidays. And what we typically find is that kids, toddlers specifically, eat a little bit differently at daycare than they do at home. This is very, very common. I hear this all the time with my private clients. Um, And it definitely happened to a certain extent with my kids. And essentially what I hear is actually kind of both ends of the spectrum. You either have kids eat way better at daycare, you know, their um, kind of daycare teacher will tell you at the end of the day, oh my God, like your son ate so much food today. Like you should see how he just cleans his plate, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, are you sure that was my kid? Because my kid does not eat anything for me. Or, you know, the opposite can happen where they're like, they're not eating, you know, they barely finished anything, they barely took any bites, I'm a little concerned. So you may see both happen with your child depending on, you know, what's going on in their life or depending on what's happening at the daycare, or you may just have a child that leans more in one direction um, than the other. For my kids, I know that they ate pretty well at daycare. That's what I was always told. Um, My youngest son would always, always come back saying how amazing the food was. And I kid you not, like, I was like, wait, is my food not as good? Like, do I not cook as good as these people at daycare? And he'd always come back asking for like new recipes, new things to make, you know, for supper time. So that was my experience. And if I think about my clients' experiences, most of them are sort of in that kind of category where they eat so well at daycare, but then they come home and they barely eat anything. And you're like, why is this happening? The reason being, I will tell you right off the bat is because more often than not, actually pretty much 99% of the time, daycares have a really regimented kind of schedule to the day. So they, you know, don't really just kind of let kids play all day with no schedule, with no routine. 
with no plan. What actually happens is they have specific things happening at the same times every day. So maybe it's like time to read, time to eat, time for a nap, time to go outside, time to do like circle time or sing a song, you know, whatever it might be. And that actually is such an ideal kind of environment for kids to be in, both from a appetite perspective, a feeding perspective, and from a behavioral perspective. First of all, it helps them predict what's happening throughout the day, it helps them get into routines, and it helps them make transitions so much easier without complaint. And when you think about how eating times are set times throughout the day, that means that there's no snacking, random snacking throughout the day. There's no grazing. There's no filling up on food that's unnecessary outside of actual meal and snack time. So your child is likely building up that hunger, which is what we want to teach them to do, right? It's okay. I actually have another podcast episode back from season one all about why it's okay for your child to be a little bit hungry, why we don't have to rush to them the second they say, I'm hungry, I wanna eat or I wanna snack or whatever it might be, because it's not teaching them that there's a little break between meals and snacks, that it's okay to empty your stomach, that it's okay to not be full all the time, that it's okay to wait and be patient for things. And that obviously means they're gonna go into meals and snacks hungrier, ready to eat, and so oftentimes they're just eating more. The other thing with daycares is that they aren't offering multiple meal options. So they don't have, you know, um, chicken nuggets or chicken fingers and a pizza option and a sandwich option and a soup option. No, they're not responding to any random requests. They're not catering to your child. Basically, the meal's the meal. It's been predetermined. There's a menu. They've purchased ingredients specifically for that. They have somebody that cooks specifically the amount of food that they need with those specific ingredients for that specific day and for that specific meal. So there is no catering. There's no option for, you know, on-demand menus, essentially. And that's a great thing. Again, that helps teach your child that it is what it is. I've got to try and find something here that I like, something that I can fill up on. And that combined with the fact that they're a little bit hungrier anyway, uh, assuming anyway that your toddler maybe grazes throughout the day, then that is going to allow them to eat something you know, more often than not at mealtime and at snack time than, you know, compared to how much they would eat at home. So that's something that I actually would love for everyone to take into account when they're thinking about their home life, their home feeding schedule and their home feeding menu. Is it like, do you think that you're catering to your child? Do you think that you are offering options? Maybe they kind of turn their nose up at something. Maybe they specifically ask for something else. Maybe you're giving them only options that you know they will eat. All of those are forms of catering and that's gonna actually make picky eating worse. That's gonna make things um, kind of, I guess, make their the number of foods that they accept over time become smaller and smaller, and it's going to teach them that I can ask for something, I'm going to ask for something, they get in the habit of asking for other things, and then you find yourself catering, and then you have this picky eater. So that's basically the second thing that really is a great thing to adopt and learn from that they do at daycares and you know in preschools, regulated kind of facilities like that. Okay, 
The next thing that really contributes to a child eating more at daycare is that there are other kids that are eating around them. So it's sort of that like peer environment, you know, seeing other people at the table and especially, you know, whether it's adults or whether it's younger kids, both are extremely helpful. I always talk about the benefits of family mealtime. That doesn't mean it has to be fancy, but it means that you're sitting with your child at mealtime or, you know, maybe you have siblings that are sitting with your child. Ideally, it's everybody because it's teaching your child it's a family event, a family affair. Everyone sits down. Whether you're eating or not, it doesn't matter. We're sitting down together to participate in this event. So that's you know what happens essentially at daycare. You have other children there. They're eating. They're socializing. They're talking. Um, and you have obviously the daycare staff there that are also there to assist and are sitting and it's a communal environment. It's something that kids want to participate in. It's not a dreaded event, which brings me actually to my next point, which is, you know, daycare teachers don't have time to sit down and watch your specific child and every other child and like make sure they take a bite and they're not pressuring them. They're not, you know, again, this is generally speaking, but they're not like, you know, hovering over them and trying to make them eat. They don't have time for that. They are likely putting food down in front of your child and then the other kids and then they're getting up and they're helping, you know, maybe somebody pour some milk in a cup or maybe they're off to get some more food for somebody else or maybe they're cleaning up or whatever it is. So they don't have, your child I should say, doesn't have that pressure that actually reduces appetite and increases picky eating. Another point that I'm always, always talking about is you have to remove all pressure, good or bad, meaning, or I should say positive pressure or negative pressure. So positive pressure is like, good girl, you're eating your food. Oh my goodness, you're so great. Take another bite. Yay! Because that is actually, um, you know, a performative action now that your child is doing because of your positive pressure, right? Which is oftentimes kind of leads leads to more picky eating, um, especially when you're not around. And then two, if you do the negative pressure where it's like, come on, I'm not going to let you leave until you eat this. Um, why aren't you eating this? You're driving me crazy. Um, please take a bite. Let me, you know, maybe you're bribing them, whatever. Those also make mealtime a negative experience and increases the risk of picky eating and reduced appetite. So Basically, at daycare, that's not what's likely happening. And so again, something I want you to think about for home life, but is a reason why, you know, you may see them eat differently at daycare. One last thing that I want to add to this is that toddlers specifically tend to front load their calories, meaning that they do generally have a bit more of an appetite during the day. So if your child is eating really well throughout at daycare, it's likely because they have more energy. I mean, obviously they're waking up, maybe they have breakfast at home, but then they go to daycare and they still are alert. They still don't really, like they haven't tired themselves out for the day. Again, they've got all the structure, whatever. So they're front loading a lot of their calories and they're able to eat. They've got the appetite, they've got the energy, but then come, you know, mid-afternoon or a late afternoon, maybe early evening, and it's time for supper, you may find that they aren't eating a lot. And it's probably because they're tired out. It's probably because they already consumed like 80% of their calories for the day earlier in that day. So also just know that there's going to be a little bit of a variation throughout the period of a day as to when most of their calories come in. So don't stress too much if you're finding that, you know, they're not like never eating with you at supper time, maybe except for like a few bites here and there. 
as long as they're fairly content to be at the table and their mannerism, their kind of behavior is not an excessive problem, you know, you are feeding them at a decent time so that they're not so hungry, but also they don't feel forced that they have to eat and, you know, it all works out with their bedtime, that kind of thing. Like the schedule's down and again, you have that positive environment set up. That's what matters and just understand that they will work this out in terms of like getting all the calories they need throughout the day but maybe it's just not, it's not evenly distributed. Like it's more front loaded than it is, you know, equal meals or equal calories over the period of a day. Now I want to talk about the flip side. So what if your toddler is not eating at daycare? What if your baby is not eating at daycare? Okay. I kind of want you to reassess things just like the, all the categories that I just went through, they can also contribute to the opposite effect if they're depending on your child, I guess, or if they're being done in the wrong way. So for example, is your child being catered to? Again, 99% of the time they're not because they don't have the resources or the time or the energy or whatever to do this. But sometimes, especially if it's like a home daycare, maybe there's a few kids, maybe it's like um, not a specific like licensed daycare, it's just kind of like home care, you will see that sometimes they are offering random snacks in between just to kind of quiet the kid or because they think it's a nice thing to do for them. But I want you to ask and talk to the teacher, talk to the daycare um, caregiver, what is happening? You know, ask them about their schedule. Ask them about um, if they are being offered other meals or maybe are they sitting down and yeah, are they pressuring them? Are they coaxing them? Are they talking to them excessively, giving them almost too much attention at mealtime? Or maybe they're very young and they don't have help to maybe pick something up with a fork or with their utensil or they can't, um, they don't ask for seconds because maybe you're not around and you're too busy or not you, but the caregiver is too busy doing other things and maybe they just don't notice that they actually want more food or could eat more food. And so I think that like, Again, it's not the the majority of cases that this would be happening, but it's a possibility. So just open a discussion with them. That's definitely my number one tip. And the other thing that I want you to kind of investigate to see if it's happening is, is there enough time for your child to eat? Um, are they, you know, being rushed or do they feel like, again, they can't open things on their own or they're not getting that assistance? And that could just be preventing them from actually getting in the calories that they need. The last thing that I would say to kind of look at is, is your child just new to daycare, like just starting out? Maybe it's the first few weeks or maybe it's even the first month or two. Sometimes, depending on the child, it takes, there's an adjustment period, right? So it takes time to adjust socially and also for their kind of um, appetite to come in, especially if it's like overstimulating for them or it's just such a new environment and they don't feel fully comfortable. That is a very real thing. So if it is the situation that your child is very new to daycare, give it time. So don't stress too much. And overall, I would say try not to stress too much because there's usually a solution there somewhere and always know that they will be able to make up the calories at home. You know, they you, you still have like, typically at least two meals a day happening at home. Maybe it's like a breakfast or early breakfast and then a supper meal. So they will have other opportunities to make it, make up those calories. So don't worry too much, just troubleshoot what you can. And like I said, over some time, it usually will just balance itself out. And some days, like, I mean, this is the thing with all babies and toddlers. Some days they may eat a lot. Some days they may eat a little. Some days, depending on the food, some days just depending on their mood or their period of growth. Like, are they growing a lot? Are they not? 
not? Um, did they eat a lot the day before? Did they sleep well? Like there could be a variety of factors, but it generally evens out throughout the period of a week. So as long as your child isn't really coming home, like super, super cranky and hangry and, you know, you really notice their mood changing or of course they're dropping weight. No, that's a very serious issue. But outside of that, I don't want you to worry too much. You just do what I always teach you to do. You offer food and teach your child, your daycare provider to offer food. Make sure the environment is conducive for them to eat. Make sure that they have the help they need if they need it, but it's not overwhelming and it's not overpressuring. And they have a few options there that at least one of them they could eat if they were hungry and then let the rest just be. Let it just happen the way it's supposed to happen because I promise you, again, I keep throwing out these stats, but it's like 95% maybe of the time, most of the time, you're going to see that everything just kind of works itself out. So that's what I want you to focus on. And if you're like, well, how do I actually do all this? How do I set up the mealtime environment? How do I make it positive? How do I make it conducive to eating? How do I get them to eat without pressuring them? How do I make sure they are healthy? All of the questions are answered inside of my Feeding Toddlers online course. This is the one and only most comprehensive step-by-step course that takes you from A to Z in terms of getting your child to actually eat and to eat in a healthy way and to eliminate mealtime, unwanted mealtime behavior, I should say. So this is really everything that I take in feeding therapy, everything that I have done over 11, almost 12 years of experience working in the pediatric feeding world. And I give you the good strategies that actually work. As a mom, I have implemented these with my kids. As a dietitian, I've implemented these with hundreds and hundreds of parents. And that's in person and then of course we have all of the people that have helped online and this stuff works so if you are looking for those strategies for stress-free meal times to make meal times actually happy to make it a place that you and your child want to be and knowing that you are finally raising a healthy child this is the course for you you can definitely check out all of the details in the show notes so i will have a link for you there to find out some more information and that is it that is the episode so if you found this episode helpful would you let me know. I want to know if you liked it. If you did, can you leave me a five-star review? And if you are in the Apple podcast app listening to this right now, would you even leave me a one-line review that will really just, like it could be super simple, but it will help so, so much in terms of getting this podcast out to other parents. And that is my mission. I really want to help other parents just like you spread the word and taking 30 seconds of your time to do that is the best gift, the best way to say thank you. And I just want to say thank you in advance for all that you do and for listening and for being here today. So I hope you have a wonderful start to your new year and I will talk to you next week. Bye.